At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Want those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Wednesday morning, and what a morning it's been already, right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app. However, you take us in this morning, we appreciate it. Skill Alexander, producer number seven, Jason Kahn is here as well. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Gil. How are you? Uh, I'm good. A lot of breaking news. Uh, we'll get to that momentarily in case you're just waking up right now. Uh, Josh Towers will join us on the show today. We'll play that Tyler Glass No audio for him. Tyler Glass Now audio, I should say. Get his reaction. To what I thought was a very honest, very forthright plea from Tyler Glasnow to Major League Baseball about their crackdown on sticky stuff. Jason Weingarten on baseball uh, as well. The second hour will be largely devoted to the U.S. Open. Chris Felica, the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, will join us to give his U.S. Open picks, as well as his thoughts on the... Uh, the proposed college football playoff format. We haven't had a chance to bend his ear about that. Maybe some more season win totals. Who knows? Brady Cannon, our own, on the U.S. Open as well. His bevy of picks, and I do mean a bevy. And then Paul Carr on uh, Euro 2020, by the way, one nothing Russia over Finland at halftime of the game going on right now. And JVT will tip things off for us momentarily, which is probably the perfect person to have at the top of the show today, our senior NBA analyst at Vsin and, of course, the host of Hardwood Handicappers. Uh, I was going to start talking right off the top about this amazing KD game last night, and we will get to that momentarily. But uh, this morning, 5.38 a.m. Pacific, 8.38 Eastern, Shams Charania uh, with the first salvo, the first tweet. This is about Chris Paul. 
Uh, and if you guys could just flash that up on the screen like you had it there, I'd like to read that. Phoenix Suns All-NBA guard Chris Paul has entered COVID-19 health and safety protocols and is sidelined for an indefinite period of time. Sources tell The Athletic and Stadium. And so that's the first one, by the way, he follows up by saying Paul's status for the start of the Western Conference Finals currently up in the air, sources say. Noteworthy, depending on the medical circumstance, an isolation period could be shorter for a vaccinated individual. And I don't know that we know whether Chris Paul is or is not. Um, So here's the deal. They better hope, Phoenix, that that series between the Clippers and Utah lasts as long as it can, meaning the full seven just to uh, to maximize the ability of Paul to be available for Game 1 of any Western Conference Final. And what's relevant to that is that 30 minutes later, exactly at 6.08 Pacific, 9.08 Eastern AM, Brian Windhorst from ESPN then tweets this out. And this is sort of, the really for our purposes right now, the bigger news. Kawhi Leonard expected to miss Game 5 against the Jazz tonight. With a knee injury suffered in Game 4, sources tell Ramona Shelburne and himself, Brian Windhorse, his status for the rest of the series is in doubt as well. Uh, Leonard told teammates, Windhorse goes on to say, last night to prepare, him for, uh, to prepare for him to be out, he landed awkwardly on a drive in the fourth quarter and grimaced in pain Monday night. I think I remember that play. Uh, he briefly stayed in the game but didn't finish as the Clippers secured the win to even the series at 2-2. Two to two. So now... Uh, from a betting standpoint, immediately when we found out about this, like any smart better, you race to the sports book to find out if you can still grab Utah at minus two and a half. I did not get there in time. Wasn't even close. It was off the board when I got there. Uh, when it reappeared uh, offshore, a seven flashed up on the screen first. There was a little Clippers money dropped to six and a half. I'm seeing six and a halfs and sevens all over the place right now, even some seven and a halfs in favor of the Utah Jazz for Game 5 tonight, which is the second of the two games, obviously with that series tied up again at two games apiece. What I did play is a Jazz Sixers money line parlay tonight. Doesn't quite pay one-to-one. It's about 86 cents on the dollar, but that's how I ended up playing uh, the game tonight. I'll just, I'll just play the Jazz on the money line and pair it with the Sixers, who I have strong conviction about tonight, and uh, go from there. That's my... Uh, sort of NBA way to play tonight. The Jazz on the series would be an interesting play now. Uh, we're going to adjust price on that as well. That's another way to uh, consider playing this. But this is just yet another in in a series, just an endless torrent of seemingly seismic shifts in the NBA playoffs. Or James Harden, who did play last night, or, or the corpse of James Harden, whatever it is you want to call it, um, perhaps uh, even as a decoy, uh, hard to quantify that. Um, obviously, KD and Jeff Green stole the show last night. We'll get into that momentarily. But you don't know with the Kyrie injury, if that was a seismic shift, the, the, the Nets appear to have overcome that, at least for one night. Now you have the Kawhi news here with the Clippers, which is equally huge uh, in the Western Conference. We bring in Jonathan Von Tobel, ladies and gentlemen, host of Hardwood Handicappers, our senior NBA analyst uh, here on the NBA. It's Gil Alexander. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app. JVT, I was going to start with uh, KD, and we'll get to that, as I said. But, man, what do you make of this? What were you, what was your first reactions to both? So I was on the late-night show last night, so I actually got to sleep in until, like, 6.30. I was feeling good. I was like, man, you know, good game tonight for the Clippers. I'm really, you know how I feel about L.A. And then you wake up to the Chris Paul news, and that sucks because – or just as a basketball fan, right, if you understand what Chris Paul has gone through throughout his career for this to happen, 
and then you get the news of Kawhi. So, like, look, this is nuts. And, I mean, I if you want to start with Kawhi, like, this is clearly a massive loss for them. With him off the court, they got a negative 0.1 net rating, just barely positive if Paul George out there without Kawhi Leonard. I still think, and we obviously can get into it, Gil, I think there are things that the Clippers did in games three and four that are replicable without a Kawhi Leonard on the floor. But overall, if we're talking big picture, if he's not there, um, I hate to say no shot, but it is very close to no shot if Kawhi Leonard's not going to be available. Do you uh, do you think that line move to from two and a half to seven is justifiable, four and a half points roughly? So, so that's where I'm kind of like, that That seems a little strong, right? So like when I say something's replicable, for example, you know, the way they play defense against the Utah Jazz, where it was some zone, switch everything, don't allow drives to the paint. It, like those are the things that they can kind of recreate w- without Kawhi Leonard, right? Kawhi is a really good individual defender, but the way that they were playing defensively, they didn't need him to be a great individual defender against Donovan Mitchell. In fact, it was almost to the extent of letting Kawhi Leonard, excuse me, Donovan Mitchell, do what he wanted. It was about the other pieces not getting involved, right? And so I think from what they were doing from a defensive game plan standpoint, you can still keep that going without Kawhi Leonard. So my tendency to think is it may be a little bit too strong. The worry is the other side of the floor. If Paul George has this load on his shoulders from an offensive standpoint, right, where are the other, where's the other outlets for him? Because Marcus Morris finally had a good game in game four, but he had been terrible in the series up to that point. Nick Batum's coming off of a relatively poor game. It also means more minutes for Luke Kennard, so he can pass that out offensively, but he is a little bit of a weakling when it comes to their offense. So my, my general thought is I think it's a little too strong, and I would probably rather be on the side of youth, or excuse me, of L.A. with a number swinging that much in that direction because they do like some of the little game plan things that the Clippers have done, and I'll probably find myself. I want to see if the market maybe continues to overreact, but that seems a little strong to me. I'd rather be on the side of L.A. Oh, it's just hard. It's hard to, you know, you, you can't stress it enough. I mean, let's just take one step back before we get into the game last night. Are, are we still, because I, I think we're, we're, we're racing over all of these injuries and we're not taking a step back and just asking ourselves again, are we still attributing this to, JVT, the, the short layoff between last season and, and this season? Or is it that and then just a freakish set of coincidences that all of this is happening to big players back to back to back to back and so on and so forth is is it some of is it both of that both of those things yeah you know i would say so but i think what we miss when it comes to the conversation about the short right the difference between the end of the bubble last year and the start of this year it's not so much the distance between those two seasons it is what the nba did with the schedule right like we're talking about yes 10 less games than we usually get but compacted in a really crazy yeah. nature you know i remember the spurs and the grizzlies had to play over 40 games over the last 64 days of the season like that's a really compact schedule for these guys so i don't know if it's so much about the distance between the two season skill as it is like this was a lot of games in a lot of days for these guys and now you're talking about the players having to go into the postseason and and look at the nature of the injuries too right these are all non-contact injuries Kawhi Leonard on that drive to the basket received little to no contact, and he came up lame, right? We're talking about James Hans- or James Harden's hamstring. All of these injuries are pretty much non-contact, and I think that's where you're seeing this, right? That The wear on these guys' body, it is real. It's complete mayhem. I cannot think of an equivalent in any sport in any year where a postseason, and a regular season too, but a postseason specifically has had this many major injuries and, and major meaning they've had to miss games to key players like we're seeing in this NBA playoffs. Uh, let's finally get to, to last night's uh, game. What a what a epic show that was. Brooklyn 114, Milwaukee 108. 
Uh, this looked dead for the Brooklyn Nets. They were down 16 at the half. It looked like, oh boy, whatever this version of James Harden we're getting is, um, it's certainly it's certainly not what we might have expected if it were from a healthy Harden, that's for sure, but even from a, from a slightly minimized Harden. Uh, and there was nothing really in his box score to speak of, although the Nets, his teammates, certainly spoke highly of his presence, just being there, giving them confidence. Take that for what it's worth. But this is... This is the KD game, and it's the Jeff Green game simultaneously. Both from PG County, Maryland, by the way. Let's point that out. Um, KD played every second of this game. 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists, and did so, John, when the opposing team knows you're the only guy that can do this. Like, if they can shut you down, chances are they're going to win this basketball game. Didn't matter. Maybe the best player on earth. 49, 17, and 10, a legacy game. Um... By the way, man, how I wish he had hit that free throw for 50 late. Um, right. Let me just ask you, Coach Bud, first, from that perspective. Do you not send two or three or four guys at him? Like, what was that? So uh, that's why I think what makes this game so fascinating, right? It's not only the greatness, like uh, where we just, I think, as sports fans have to realize how incredible that performance was, but there's so many layers to it. And the, the Bud thing is incredible because you're right. Like, it's not even just sending two or three guys. Remember, Remember, we heard all postseason long, hey, we're trying things. Watch out, right? Hey, mm-hmm. watch out. The Bucks are trying things defensively. <laughs> we got things figured out, right? But then what do we see in this series? We see a reliance on your drop coverage and pick and rolls. And what happens yesterday? They're playing job coverage, and Brooke Lopez is sinking back on these pick and rolls. And what's KD doing? Hey, guess what? I'm the best mid-range scorer in the world, so I'm just going to go to that area that you're giving me, and I'm going to score consistently. Oh, you're going to soft switch Pat Connaughton onto me? I'm going to go at him. 18 consecutive possessions, it seemed like, and just shoot over him. Like, from Bud's perspective, and that's just the defensive side of things, right? We could talk about the, with the offensive game plan, which was horrendous in that game, too. But the fact that they just refused to budge off of soft switching whenever they went after Pat Connaughton, because they were hunting him almost every possession, and then allowing Brooke Lopez to sink and giving the mid-range scorer that Kevin Durant is the space and the defender that he wanted, like, I, uh, Kevin Durant's awesome. And, and sometimes those games are going to happen. But from a game plan standpoint, what the Bucks did was absolutely inexcusable, man. I, I like, I was watching it over and over again. We were live on the air. You had no idea what they were doing. It's just, it's unconscionable to watch. I'm like, well, I guess they're just going to let, just going to let this happen. Uh, 49, 17, and 10. By the way, no one has ever done 45, 15, and 10 in the history of the NBA playoffs. Uh, KD, that was Rucker Park, Kevin Durant. Um, Jeff Green, it should also be mentioned again from Prince George's County, Maryland, a documentary recommendation for anybody, Basketball County in the Water. If you ever want to know where the best, uh, where, the, where the most prolific county in America of, of NBA players is, it's right uh, to the east of Washington, D.C. Jeff Green, one of those players, 27 for Green on 8 of 11 shooting, 7 of 8 from 3. It doesn't seem to matter where Jeff Green ends up. There's always a game or two in the postseason where he does this. Yep, and, and he had a sneaky good year, man, like 11 points, but he was a 40% three-point shooter. You know, at the beginning of the year, he was their small ball center, and he did an incredible job. You know, there was points at the year, Gil, when he when he would play center and Harden would play point guard, that they were like plus 13. Like, they were really good with Jeff Green at, at center this year. So Green's had an incredible year. And it also speaks to Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn, we, we talk about the big three, but 
But they haven't done a good job of, even though they shipped off some of their depth for Harden, the, the role players that they have and playing their roles the proper way. You know, Joe Harris is in the middle of a little bit of a slump right now, but everybody else has done their jobs like beautifully to a certain extent. And the Nets have done a pretty good job with all the role players. Like, I, I, you have to be impressed with everybody on that team because there's been a Blake Griffin game in this series. There's been the Jeff Green game in this series. There's now been the Kevin Durant game. Like, the role players have really stepped up in a series in which they've needed them, and I think that's been really impressive. Uh, I ended up having the worst baseball day of my uh, day of my season last uh, last night, 0-2, but thankfully on primetime action, I ended up, when it was, you know, on a numbers game yesterday, he went hard and did from, <clears throat> pardon me, from out to doubtful. I didn't mm-hmm. pull the trigger then, but when he went from doubtful to questionable later in the day, I was like, I'm grabbing Brooklyn plus three, I'm grabbing Bur- Brooklyn on the money line, made an in-game on Brooklyn when they were trailing the first half at, at plus six and a half, and thankfully all of these worked out. I want to ask you about, let's go to the Bucks side for a second, though. Because I could talk about this for an hour. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I look at his box score. Giannis, 34 points, John. 12 rebounds. 14 of 22 shooting. 2 for 4 from behind the arc. And if you just look at that box score, you're thinking to yourself, well, I mean, that's solid, right? There's nothing to really say about Giannis there. But juxtaposed against KD, it is impossible not to sort of make the comparison of superstar, uh, of, you know, of epic generational proportion and then superstar of the NBA, who's a two-time MVP, and it's just not the same category. Um, 104 to 104, Giannis misses a jumper with 145 left. Then he makes one of two free throws down two with 114 left. He butterfingered that ball down two with 16 seconds left on that bounce pass from Chris Middleton where there was just no reason why he shouldn't have been able to corral that ball. Then he makes only one of two free throws down four with 12 seconds left. And you just sort of say to yourself, he's great, but he ain't KD, and he ain't LeBron, yep. and he, he is not in that status. And maybe, by the way, and, and I'm sort of answering my same question, so pardon the ramble, but maybe it's just because let, let's let's – Let's cut the kid a break. Maybe we shouldn't make that comparison because he's only played basketball, you know, in his entire life for, you know, what, nine, ten years. And KD, and I, I reference Prince George's County and AAU, he's been playing in important games on every level for his entire existence on earth. So this is probably the worst 34 and 12 game that you've ever seen, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, because, and here's the thing, because I, I tend to, I tend to not want to give him break on this skill. And and I also think it should be very clear. It's not just Giannis. This applies to Drew Holiday, who I think had a, is having a very bad series, had a terrible game here in this one as well. Chris Middleton wasn't great. But we'll focus on Giannis because, you know, it's a microcosm of the problems with Milwaukee. You mentioned some of the possessions, right? You post up James Harden. He's on one leg. Go at him. But instead, you do the turn away, fade away jumper, and it's yes. a miss mid-range shot, right? You're down, <laughs> you're down by three points, Gil. With about three minutes left to go, you bring the ball up, and with 18 seconds left on the shot clock, you pull up in transition for a three. That's not your game. Oh. Drew Holiday, right? He gets he gets James Harden on the perimeter by himself. He t- he tries to slice him up, and then with the step back three, go at the lesser defender with one leg. But they refused to do it, and that to me is what makes this inexcusable, right? I can take a loss, and and I can take them getting outplayed by Kevin Durant, who again is one of the best scorers in the world. But the fact, like, you talk about juxtaposing it, juxtapose it with the way that KD did it. He saw Pat Connaughton, and he was like, come here, every possession, you are coming here, and (laughs) you are gonna defend me, and I am gonna destroy you. And this, with Giannis, and with Drew Holiday, and with the rest of these Bucks, 
They saw a Harden who would he would move. He's just like pointing guys. They're switching. He's like, I'm just going to be here. And they just refuse to go at him. And to me, that that's inexcusable. It's inexcusable from Bud. It's inexcusable from Giannis. And it's inexcusable from Drew Holiday. This was a game that had victory written all over. And look at the way that the entire league is falling apart in terms of injury. Like, we're going to look back on this and think, like, what a missed opportunity for this team. Oh. What they could have done in this game and in this grand scheme of things. But because he didn't want to go after Harden on one leg, I, I thought the, the offensive execution was completely inexcusable from Milwaukee last night. It was, it was just, you can, you can tell, like, it's, it's irritating to watch what happened yesterday. Uh, I'm shaking my head, but really what I should be doing is nodding in agreement with everything you're saying. Chris Mannix, by the way, senior writer at Sports Illustrated, tweeted this out. He said, to your point, John, got to be one of the worst losses in Bucks franchise history. No Kyrie, Harden basically a decoy, 16-point halftime lead, and they lose. And I think you're right. If if Brooklyn is, is able to finish out this series, uh, boy, you're right. That will be the Bucks fan base and Bucks betters, those who have Bucks futures tickets, legacy on this. They'll just shake their head in, in retrospect and be like, how did this happen? Uh, and so many of the things you said are the reason why it happened. They were complicit. So, so game five, and let's skip ahead from tonight, and we'll get to Atlanta-Philadelphia, but game six, rather, in the Brooklyn-Milwaukee series is tomorrow night. It's back in Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's, what, a five, five-and-a-half-point yeah. favorite in this. So this sort of dovetails into what I was going to ask you, which is, would you even bother playing Harden in game six? Like, if you were the Nets, if you were Steve Nash and the Nets brass, how do you play this now? So I think there is a value to having Harden out there on offense, right? Because he is the shooter that he is, doesn't need to be as mobile. And you see just the gravitational pull that he has, right, on, on that side of the floor because you can't really leave him alone. He does have some stuff in his bag, even on one leg, that is going to be a danger to you. The worry here is that is Milwaukee going to wake up and finally start to go after him on defense, right? Because if that is going to be the case, then to me it's not worth it. He, he provided nothing to you on the offensive end other than his, you know, his gravitas and maybe pulling a, de- a defender in his direction every once in a while. But, like, you know, I was telling Tim this yesterday. Like, you, you see the box score. You see the way that Harden played. If he hadn't played, like, well, are we really sure that this same result doesn't exactly happen here for the Brooklyn Nets, just given the way that KD was hunting mismatches in that game? So I would say that I, if I'm Steve Nash, I could really toy with the idea that James Harden is not going to play if he's not going to be fully available. Not the Reggie Miller strategy. I think he said yesterday, rest KD and James Harden. No, I want I want Kevin Durant out there. Uh, but James Harden, I, I would really I would really mess with the idea of him not playing. And by the way, it shouldn't really be worth that much. Like we're up to five. Is the market considering that this is not going to be Harden out there? Like, did we watch what he provided yesterday? Because I'm really surprised that this is up to like five and a half right now. I am very surprised. I was going to ask you that. Like, what, is the the market has assumed he's not playing? Is that what I'm getting out of that? I mean, I guess. But like, here's the thing, Gil. So like, let's like we go back to these last few games. So game three. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite because we have a whole 0-2 angle, whatever, right? They shouldn't have been. The Brooklyn should have been a one-point favorite, and we saw the market correct itself, right? They don't cover that game. They win by three, laying three-and-a-half, and then it's a one-point spread in favor of Brooklyn in game four. Why Like, why isn't this closer to, like, Milwaukee 1 or Brooklyn? Like, to me, this number is really – this is like maybe KD's not going to play. I don't know why this number would be this high if yeah. an injured James Harden is not going to be out there because I thought the three, three-and-a-half factored that into it. This is, it's so fascinating. And like I said yesterday, but when a numbers game is on, it's too early in the morning to make any bets. You like have no idea who, you know, who's playing. And as the day goes on, you sort of figure out, well, if the, if the line is this at East Question, I'll play it with, you know, with Harden. We don't know about this. We don't know who's playing. We have no idea, but it's a fascinating number. Um, 
like somebody knows something we don't. Uh, JBT, if you could, I didn't mean to do this. If you could stick around five more minutes, stick around. We'll talk uh, Sixers and Hawks. There's the podcast for JBT. Hardwood Handicappers. Pretty sure he has a new episode tomorrow. We'll confirm that momentarily wherever podcasts are distributed. Hawks and Sixers next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. With basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM, with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback, instant feedback. Uh, Talking with JVT here, Trip Tepper. Uh, with NBA injuries, you can't have it both ways. You can't argue scheduling and limited time between seasons when teams rested players all season. Did the coddling of players trigger soft tissue injuries due to poor fitness and conditioning? And then he tags Michael Lombardi. I guess that might be one of Michael's talking points, I'm guessing. Uh, and then Max Gilson, um, Max underscore the noise. 
He said, I played plus 320, plus 300, plus 287, plus 8.5, all in Q1 uh, in the first quarter, I guess that means. I tell people every day there's almost no point in betting these games before they start. Well, Max, if you listen to this show at any point in our uh, four-year history, if there's anything a numbers game has tried to do, is uh, try to get people out of the construct of pre-flop ATS betting. And with rare exception, yesterday being one of them with the James Harden news, um, trying to get ahead of a move, I think you're right. We, we try to get people out of the construct of that. There's so many other ways to bet. Um, we don't shy away when we play money line, two-leg parlay like I'm doing tonight between uh, the Sixers and the Jazz, those two teams. And I'll let the hate wash over me. But I will tell you, some of the most successful bettors I know, that's the way they do this as well. So we have, we have content to fill. We have hours to fill. And so people are going to talk about most things through uh, the prism of betting pre-flop ATS. But if this show has tried to do anything, it's to sort of, let, you know, sort of convey to folks that there's other ways to do things. And hopefully that will make people better bettors along the way. JVT is back with us, Jonathan Von Tobel. Uh, Hardwood Handicappers, next episode is tomorrow, John. Uh, yeah, uh, next episode is tomorrow. So uh, a few things have happened in the few in the last hour. So yes. we'll adjust in terms of some of the guests <laughs> we'll have on tomorrow. And you know, I, really quickly, what you were speaking on, uh, uh, I'd like to add just my own strategy when it comes to especially postseason stuff. Gil, yeah, you know, I tend to be super patient when it comes to the, a lot of these individual games. I'm a big series better because I'm a belief that all of these numbers that I see will play out over the course of a larger sample size. So you know, I'll, I'll get, I'll be very stingy with the actual games and sides I'll play before they start, unless there's in-game opportunities, because I'll just take a series position and I'll just wait and I'll see. Hey, you know, I have confidence that this is going to play out over the course of a best of seven, and then set myself up and lock in some profits. But I'm super patient when it comes to postseason betting because I like these series bets because I am confident that the sample size is going to get large enough where all these numbers will play out, and you know, you don't need to get involved in every single one of these. It's a great point. Numbers will manifest over a larger sample size than they will. I mean, again, I, I bring it up from time to time. When I was a kid, they played best of threes between a one and an eight seed. Imagine that. Like a one seed got, you know, got all the way there, and then they had to endure a small sample size like that. And I guess the NBA realized over, over time that things manifest over larger sample sizes as well. Real quick, because we only have a couple minutes, Atlanta at Philly. Philly's favored by six and a half. I, I don't do this often, but I went back and I watched that Atlanta-Philly second half because I was trying to figure out how did this happen? How did Atlanta win this game? Joe LMB went 0 for 12 in the, in the second half. That's one of the reasons. The other reason is every time Sixers had a chance to just do this and, and clinch the game, they just failed, including that last sequence. I have no idea how Embiid missed. I have no idea how Ben Simmons didn't corral the rebound. Hawks get it done. It's 2-2. Two to two. Sixers by six and a half, though. Um, how do you feel about this tonight? So, well, this is very simple, uh, but is Joel Embiid going to go 0-12 in the second half? Because if he, he is, is then, yeah, look, <laughs> right. So, because yes. if he is, Hawks are live. If he's not, then, look, this is a, this is a series in which I think we have seen, uh, right, the distance between these two teams at times. Uh, we have seen some very strong results in favor of the Philadelphia 76ers, starting, by the way, with game one in the second half. Uh, where they really cut into that deficit that they were in, and then moving on to games two and three, which they won comfortably. Uh, Embiid was clearly forcing things offensively in that game, and he clearly wasn't comfortable. There's some weird possessions, and I, and I think if you watch that game, if you want to have some larger conversations, like I wrote about in Point Three Week this week about their offense as a whole and how it operates against the bigger powers that be in the NBA, which right now who knows with all of these injuries, right? Like I think that's a conversation to be had. But they still have no answer for Joel Embiid. They still are shooting the Hawks 30% from three over the last three games. They, they haven't shown an ability to crack that perimeter defense. I would think that if Embiid just corrects himself just a little bit there in terms of his shooting, 
that this is a game in which the Philadelphia 76ers will bounce back healthily, I think, uh, in a spot like this. Yeah, I'll say it again. Philly, Utah, Moneyline Parlay for me tonight. 86 cents on the dollar. Uh, Prove me wrong, Hawks. Prove me wrong, Kawhi-less Clippers. JVT, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the extra time. Yeah, you got it. Thanks for having me. Very busy morning with the breaking news on Chris Paul. And, of course, uh, maybe even more significantly, perhaps so because it's tonight, for goodness sake, Game 5. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's absence and maybe for the series per Brian Windhorst. If you're waking up and you're seeing the Jazz by 7 or 7.5 seven and, and you're wondering what the heck happened. Uh, Jonathan Von Tobel's uh, podcast, once again, Hardwood Handicappers, wherever podcasts are distributed. We'll come back. We'll play this Tyler Glass now audio for Josh Towers. See what he has to say about that. MLB next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. This summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VEASAN gear. We've got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VEASAN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about and it's not under till it's over. Visit the VEASAN store today at VEASAN.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's VEASAN.com slash store or uh, as uh, was just the case on Twitter at beating the book, we get tweets at beating the book. Uh, Bill McNeil said, hey, Gil, I feel a new T-shirt for the VEASAN store coming soon. Let the hate wash over me for you. Book it. <laughs> That'd be fun. I do say that a lot lately. Uh, let's bring him in. He's watching his, uh, I think he's watching his kid play baseball somewhere in Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a VEASAN's own Josh Towers. How you doing, Josh? I'm good, Gilly. How are you, buddy? Good. Is that what you're doing right now? You're watching your son play baseball? That's it, man. It used to be me. Now I'm chasing this kid around small town America. Yeah, we're in <laughs> Peru, Illinois. They're on the road, man. He pitched last night. He uh, he went into the seventh inning. Uh, had a great game, man. So it was awesome to see. Ah, uh, it's great to hear. Uh, I you're the perfect guy to have on this show this morning. Um, Tyler Glasnow of the Tampa Bay Rays, with what I felt was a very honest, very interesting assessment of all that's going on in baseball with the crackdown on uh, foreign substances. Let me play this audio for you and get your reaction to it. Okay. But uh, I. A hundred percent believe that contributed to me getting hurt. Uh, no doubt, without a doubt. Um, I think like it's it's ridiculous. I'm just gonna. I have used sticky stuff before. It's ridiculous that like it seems like this whole public perception of like, oh, it's just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. Like if you felt these balls, how inconsistent they were. Like you have to use something. So in the past, I my like substance of choice is sunscreen and rosin like just nothing egregious something to where i can get a grip on the ball so it doesn't feel dusty but two starts ago against the nationals i went cold turkey nothing and before that start i remember when all this stuff came out i was talking to people and talking to doctors and they were like the thing that maybe mlb doesn't realize or that players don't realize is like what what is the injury like what what is the prevention of like maybe it'll add to injuries and in my mind i was like that sounds dumb. That sounds like an excuse a player would use to make sure he can use sticky stuff. But I threw to the Nationals with nothing. I've never been – I don't use sticky stuff. to. I don't use spider tack. I don't need more spin. I, I have huge hands. I spin the ball fine. I want grip. I did well against the Nationals, probably one of the best starts I had all year. I woke up the next day and was like, I am sore in places that I didn't even know I had muscles in. Like, I felt completely different. I switched my fastball grip and my curveball grip. 
Trisha Whitaker, who uh, is the Ray sideline reporter, also adds on Twitter uh, that Glasnow just gave a very honest answer, a very honest rant to her. I just threw 80-something innings, and you just told me I can't use anything. I have to change everything. I truly believe 100%. That's why I got hurt. I'm frustrated. MLB doesn't understand. You can't just tell us to use nothing. It's crazy. Josh, your reaction. Again, very similar, Gilly, to Garrett Cole. I, I love it. What are you going to do, by the way? What are you going to do? Um, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens never got busted for taking steroids, but yet we're still accusing them of taking steroids, right? Uh, you threw tests out there. I passed it, but yet you're still going to accuse me. What, what are you going to do? Go back and take somebody's word? Like, you can't suspend Glasnow for 10 games because he told you he's used stuff in the past. you got to go and prove it. You have to have actual evidence. So I think it's fantastic what he said. And, again, like I've been telling you guys forever, we're not trying to cheat. I just want to grip the ball. And it goes back to the whole baseball bat issue and, and, and what Buck Showalter said. Don't, don't use batting gloves and don't use pine tar and don't use the spray stuff and tell me how good that. It's the same exact thing that Tyler just said. Yeah, if you take everything away from a hitter and you have these bats that are very similar to these balls, what's going to happen? The bats are going to fly out of their hands. So then what are they going to do? Exactly what Tyler Glasnow just said. They're going to have to grip the bat so much stronger, which is going to slow their bat speed, which is going to tense muscles, which is going to cause soreness in areas that people don't really understand. And so now he goes and does nothing because the balls probably felt fine that day. And then also the heat from, you know, what if we are using someone, we get suspended 10 games. So he does nothing. He feels fine, but he doesn't realize is the little added stuff that's happening along the way. And it's very sensitive that, that elbow and, and the shoulder. And if, if things start to drop or if I have to grip in areas where I don't want to overly grip and it's, it sounds crazy probably to people to say, oh, that's an excuse of why you got hurt and he might be having Tommy John, but the reality is, is it could very well be the case it, itself. So I, I love Tyler Glasnow's honest answer. I love Carlos Rodon's honest answer about the Houston Astros not getting suspended, but yet you're going to try to book us for 10 games. I, I think baseball doesn't get what's going on. It's been overlooked for a long time. And, 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 and again, the, the true beauty of what he said was is we're just trying to grip the baseball. Yeah. And that is the reality of all of this. What I love about it, it's sort of the first time anyone's been accused of something in baseball where the person just came out and said, yeah, yeah, we do it. We do it. Right? That's like that's the biggest historical departure in the history of baseball, of anyone being accused of anything. And what he's saying is, yeah, we all do it, and it's not to cheat. It's, 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 it's going to have worse consequences to change mid-season. That was his real big point. Fine, do this at the end of the season, he went on to say. But don't do this mid-season. And for, for those, by the way, and there was a guy on Twitter yesterday who doesn't understand why I'm talking about this. It's all for handicapping, dude. If you can't figure it out, I can't help you. Yes. I want to know. Right. All right, I want to know. And, and we talked with Mark Borchard about it, who was like spin rate down 200 for the elite guys. That could mean 5% off their fastball strikeout rate. Like, that's significant. He said it's it's the elite guys that, that could fall the most. <laughs> and what I'm saying, you, don't, you, may not, or you may or may not agree with that, but what I'm trying to figure out, Josh, is as I handicap moving forward now on some of these guys, and let's take DeGrom out of it because he's his own elite tier and he's never been mentioned in any he's of this. He's different. But as, he's different. But as I go with all these other guys, what can I trust and what can I not? And do you think, like Glass now said, I had to change everything. Do you think we shouldn't trust the numbers up to this point on some of these guys? 
again, it goes back to what I always preach, man, pitching. Learn to pitch. We're, we're up here trying to throw fastballs by guys and, you know, break these hammers off in the dirt, and hopefully they swing and miss, and our strikeouts are up, and our walks are up. And it's disgusting. At the end of the day, what's it always come back to no matter what? Because we, we do this every couple of years. We have some, you know, some roller coaster ride of some nonsense, whether it's offense or pitching, it doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, if you learn how to pitch, then it doesn't matter. Jacob DeGrom knows how to pitch. Lance Lynn knows how to pitch. There's some guys out here that absolutely know how to pitch. Dallas Keuchel knows how to pitch, right? So it goes back to now we're going to start chasing the guys, the Aaron Savalis. We're going to start chasing the guys that actually know how to get guys out that don't rely on the strikeouts but can go get them. And then this stuff may have benefited, but they still are very smart in and out of the strike zone. All these guys that are throwers, we're going to have to back off a little bit and, and see what happens with them because we're not going to be able to trust them. So we're going to have to go back again to the veterans of the game, to these young kids who have learned that I want you to hit the ball. I'm just going to have you hit the ball where I want you to do it. Those are going to be our real values when it comes to handicapping. Um, there's so much more with this game. We could talk about this forever, but it, yeah. it's it, it's crazy. It's going to open a can of worms. And, and uh, the history of the game was brought in again, which I love because it's true. I love it. Josh, I love having you on for your perspective. I appreciate that. Former Major Leaguer Josh Towers, who, of course, is a decent host as well. Enjoy your son playing baseball today. Always, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. Josh Towers, everybody. Jason Weingart will join us next. He's got some picks on today's slate, and he's actually done the research. Uh, and he's isolated guys that have a severe drop-off. We'll try to coax some actual starting pitcher names out of him next, exclusively on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
back to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Turn a $1 wager on the Dodgers or Phillies today into 100 with BetMGM. If either team hits a home run, it's all it takes. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the king of sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details. And make sure to use promo code VSIN100, new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. And in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We'll be uh, doing a whole bunch of U.S. Open golf in the second hour with uh, Chris Velika and Brady Cannon, among others. We have screens up uh, here in the studio, the lovely studio here at the South Point Hotel Casino, one of which is uh, Finland and Russia. Still 1-0 in favor of Russia, 85th minute. If they could just end this 1-0, I'd appreciate it. Some of us have an under on this game. And, uh, of course, we have to uh, find out how much added time there will be. And as I've said many times on this show, they should do a 30-for-30 on how officials come up with the amount of added time shenanigans in every one of these games oh really six more minutes of this that i have to endure so we'll find out what that's about and the other one is there's a screen of the royal ascot uh, is taking place and apparently everyone wears a top hat at the royal ascot is ron flatter at this event is he wearing a top hat i would totally rock the top hat at one of these i would also bring back the monocle just want to point that out as well that would be a dream of mine not the chain monocle but like the handheld long stick monocle just thinking out loud. Uh, let's bring him in from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California to talk some baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How's it going? I'm doing very well. Josh Towers was on. I played the Tyler Glass now audio for him. Uh, I mentioned into the break, and this is where it gets into, okay, what's Jason going to be willing to tell us? What, it, what is he not? You've actually done a little deep dive into, into some numbers on guys who have fallen off. There's a bunch of you and Eno Saris, the great Eno Saris, who famously said your favorite pitcher is probably cheating. Uh, you know, Saris, who used to work at Fangraphs, just a great baseball writer. You guys almost came up with the same numbers, that there were 40-plus guys who have dropped off, about 11 of which significantly. Would you be willing to share with us a name or two from that list of 11? Um, I, 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 I can. I, I can't share the whole list only because I don't have it all in front of me. Um, but Dylan Bundy was one of them this week. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You saw he had like an um, inning or two start that didn't didn't go so well. Um, that was a big one. And Glassnow was another guy. He says he hurt his arm, not cheating. I, I don't really understand exactly what Glassnow was trying to get at in that press conference, but real bad for him. He probably just cost himself 10 million bucks at arbitration this, this, this upcoming off season. So, um, that really was unfortunate for him, but, uh, the overall list, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. Um, go, what's his name? The, uh, the guy on the, the guy starting for, uh, uh, Detroit today, uh, Scooball. Scooball. I, I don't know exactly how to say his name. He's on the list too. He's on the list. Okay. We'll take that. I like it. Uh, we'll find out if Jason has a play on Kansas city, by the way, uh, because of that momentarily, I should mention just to be thorough on glass now. Um, UCL UCL issues. He's been he's been placed on the IL. Um, some flexor uh, tendonitis. He's going to try to avoid surgery uh, for now. 
but right now he is on the IL for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, are you playing Kansas City today? Are you fading Scooball? Is that one of your plays or no? I did not. I, I, I think if you're just trying to blindly fade guys, you're probably going to end up taking bad prices. Um, I did. I, I bet. I bet Kansas City yesterday. I lost on that, so I did not go back to the well with Kansas City today. You did not. Okay. What did you, you have? By the way, you've you've been kind enough to share some of your plays. I, I have not passed them on necessarily on air, but you've been doing very well lately. I know you had you complained last time you were on with us. You had one really bad day. But you have been great since then. What have you played today? Uh, I played two morning games. Uh, we get, get some nice day ba- day baseball today. I bet bet the Reds again. I think you can get them plus one thirty. I bet the Cardinals plus one hundred five. And then this afternoon, I laid minus one sixty with the Yankees. Okay, so let's repeat that real quick uh, in chronological order. At one fifteen Eastern, ten fifteen uh, Pacific, St. Louis plus one hundred five. Uh, then at 2.10 Eastern, 11.10 a.m. Pacific, Cincinnati at plus, uh, I'm seeing plus 132 right now, Tyler Molly. And what was the third one, the Yankees, you said? Yeah, laying it with the Yankees, minus 160 with Cole. Cole, who is actually... I actually... Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I think the Yankees are still going to win the division. You think they're still going to win the division, yeah. By, yeah. the way, by the way, I was uh, complaining on primetime action last night. I was like in uh, total kvetch mode. That ballpark in Buffalo, could they turn up the lights? My God. those That <laughs> camera from center field, I'm like, geez, it's awfully dark in here. Uh, Yankees got it done. Uh, how about the Giants last night? Can we mention this? Uh, Mike Yastrzemski, grand slam in the eighth to give the Giants a lead uh, in dramatic fashion from a uh, 8-5 to five deficit to a 9-8 to eight, uh, lead and then the ultimate victory as the Diamondbacks keep floundering. Um, do you read anything into the Diamondbacks' unbelievable road losing streak? Not, not really. I think it's just uh, n- not such a great team. And uh, I was real surprised. I, uh, I wasn't a guy I was... I was paying attention to as a potential cheater, but the uh, the uh, the reliever for the Diamondbacks last night who gave up that grand slam had to change his glove right before that whole sequence. So I was actually real optimistic that the Giants were going to come back and tie that up because I saw the guy change his glove. I was like, oh, he's he's not going to be able to throw his breaking ball all of a sudden. Um, I'm, I really expect we're going to see a lot more of that in the next week or so. 21 straight road losses now for the Arizona Diamondbacks, who blew a 7 to nothing lead yesterday uh, against the Giants at Oracle. Mark Borchard has, the, has the, uh, the numbers, the splits in that lineup between home and road. Like as much as we talk about the Rockies players being tailored to Coors Field, he said the Diamondbacks are almost worse. So you, you're, you, you, have you looked into that at all? Uh, the Diamondbacks are using a humidor, I think. They're one of the teams that are using a humidor, so doesn't totally surprise me. I'm still trying to do a lot of stuff, figuring out how how teams play with humidors on the road, but it, it, it doesn't surprise me that a, a humidor team is having very bad times on the road this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, beyond this, have you, in fact, because when we talked the other day, we talked about how, okay, if, if the crackdown is happening, it's going to change the run environment. The, the world is returning. The earth is returning to its axis on first innings. How about your, your theory on, on HRE, on, on hits, runs, and errors? Have you, have you been playing those since over the last week? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the thing with, with hits, runs, errors, um, 
they've been doing really well this year, just to the unders. Um, and that, that had a lot to do with the, the ball and the sticky stuff and, and all that. But uh, I, I do find myself playing slightly more overs lately. Um, I, I tend to correlate the overs with, uh, you know, overs I already bet. So um, it, it's not so much a play on the ball as it is just to play on, on my totals already. Um, but, yeah, I am I am playing more props. I'm, I'm trying to be more aggressive with, with props whenever I can. There is season. there is an offshore. I'm not sure if there's a legalized book that has put this up yet, though. You and I had a discussion. I was getting at the fact that Vlade Guerrero Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays, is number one in home runs, ribbies, and batting average, the triple crown categories. And if he is to win the triple crown, can anybody, even Shohei Otani, beat him for MVP? Let me start with the the offshore that I'm talking about. They put up a triple crown number at ten to one. Ten to one that it could happen. Would you make a bet on that? I don't think ten to one's an actual good price. I think I think you're you're not getting value on ten to one. I, I think you're you're chasing, you know, a, a bad number on on a good potentially a good a good market, an interesting market. But I don't think ten to one is at all reflective of Vlad's actual chances of winning the triple crown. It's more of just uh, you know throwing money on something you think looks cool. And what, what were you saying about uh, that the books can't make up their mind on the AL MVP market? What, would, what did you mean by that? Every day I see I see the the books that update their odds, which are mostly DraftKings and Westgate. They change the favorite, Otani, uh, Otani Guerrero, Otani Guerrero, back and forth. They can't make up their mind, and it's very reactionary. It's like Vlad hits a home run, they lose the game, but but his his price goes down ten cents, or his price goes down twenty cents. I, I don't I don't necessarily understand some of the principles of bookmaking that are going into this odd odds making. Other uh, other than they don't want more action on Vlad, I'm guessing. But I'm very confused as to what some of these books are doing, specifically Westgate. I have no idea how they're running their futures books. Let me uh, wrap it up here with golf, because we're about to talk a lot of golf here next hour. Have you made any U.S. Open outright bets or any bets in the U.S. Open yet? I'm shopping for uh, for bets on John Rahm. Uh, you know, I'd like closer to about 13 to 1. I see a lot of ten to ones and eight to ones out there. I'm not not super excited to lay that price, but this is such a huge field. It's like 155 golfers. I'm totally content to kind of wait till till people tee off and start grabbing a couple guys live. Um, unless I'm I'm looking at a couple favorites, I'm probably just going to wait live to see who who looks good the first day. Even even wait till Friday. I, I you, know, you can always wait till the weekend till uh, for. for Live betting. I think it's the single greatest point anyone can make about this golf tournament, really, or of any golf tournament, especially before a major, because we're, listen, next hour, I'm going to talk nothing but what Brady and, and Chris, we'll talk with other things about Felica, but we're going to talk about pre-flop bets that everybody's making, pre-tournament bets on this golf tournament. But what you said is just, is is I said this on primetime action last night, I think it's the key. If you're just betting this before the tournament and you're disappearing, you're probably not doing this right. Try to be present. I know you have wives and girlfriends and families and you have responsibilities, but even if it's in between rounds, let alone, you know, in tournament during a round, be able to get off your bets, be able to add to your bets in, in a more 
uh, perhaps salient fashion than you could ever do before the tournament even starts. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Jason Weingarten right here on the Numbers Game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Felika is next, the Bear. We'll talk U.S. Open, college football as well. Get his thoughts on the proposed format. Playoff format, that is. It's a numbers 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 playoff format. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.